0: Well hello and a happy new year to all my listeners of Stuff We Like. We've got a pretty packed show for you today, so why not just kick off your slippers, sit back in your favourite chair, pull up a coffee and listen as we go through the various elements of the programme. I'm currently on location just outside one of my favourite places in London, King's Cross. And the British Library itself. Um, I started coming here a few years ago when I was beginning my PhD and I managed to apply for a reader's pass to the Social Services Library Reading Room. But the library itself is quite an impressive building. It's fairly modern, having moved recently locations to this new build, and It's expansive inside, but what I love about it is you can actually spend a whole day in here and not have to leave. (laughs) Not that that's necessarily a good thing, although it's particularly good if it's raining heavily outside, which it often seems to be. But there are places to eat within the British Library. There's a lovely cafe there, and they serve homemade produce on the premises. And there's a cafe outside called The Last Word, which I haven't been in, but I'm sure I will go one day. In addition to that, there's a shop inside where you can buy souvenirs related to British library memorabilia. And generally, there's an air of studiousness and hush upon the place. But there's also things like every time I go in, there's a new free exhibition. I managed to see the entire manuscript of Jack Kerouac's on the road there, relatively recently, very strange piece it is too, uh, stuck together with sellotape, just a long scrawled manuscript, which is as long and sprawling as the novel is itself, and at the moment there's a Benjamin Britten exhibition, which is free, and there's often exhibitions about other people, such as Charles Dickens, or the nature of the supernatural in literature over the ages, and that sort of thing. There are also exhibitions you can pay to go into, and the reading rooms are extensive. Um, it's just a place I love to go to study, to hang out, to reevaluate aspects of my life, because I'm that kind of person, I suppose. The British Library, definitely one of the things I like. I have another one of those irritating Ridley-type of questions for you. Have you ever heard of the following actors? Matthew Bainton, Simon Farnaby, Martha Howe Douglas, Jim Howick, Lawrence Rickard, Ben Wilbond. No? You might have seen them in their alternative guises as the various kings, monks, peasants and characters of the Horrible Histories television series. I was first introduced to Horrible Histories by one of my sons who was at university at the time. And he said they were absolutely wonderful. We must watch these films, these TV shows. And so we watched a couple and they are absolutely hilarious. They're made for children, of course. But in the classic mould of good children's entertainment, they are appealing for adults and everyone, basically. I am passionate about history I love history. We have much to learn from our historical past. But when it comes to having fun at history and looking at the quirky, bizarre, strange side, you can't really go further than the books by Terry Deary, the horrible history books, which are amazing and fascinating and full of incredible facts. And when it comes to the TV series, and they're now filming series five, they take history and the bizarre facts that pepper history and they make it incredibly funny and amusing and they bring out songs and bring these bizarre strange wonderful eccentric characters to life in quite an amazing way. The comedy borrows a lot from the likes of Blackadder and Monty Python's Flying Circus and they are full of joyful things such as a singing Richard III trying to persuade the audience that he's a really nice guy. The next series, I understand, has a take-off of Top Gear and basically, if you ever want to see a hip-hopping Charles II walking through the state chambers of Hampton Court Palace or if you want to know the details of the deaths of various Georgian kings, and look no further. Horrible Histories is hilarious, funny, addictive, well-written, and often features guest performers such as Stephen Fry and The League of Gentlemen and many others. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's wonderful stuff, very funny. Horrible Histories, BBC Television. Now, regular podcast listeners will have heard me waxing lyrical for quite some time about a coffee shop enterprise which... I've been very privileged to have helped start up. It's called the Corner Coffee House in Green Lane in Dagenham. And today I actually popped in to discuss with various customers what it is about the Corner Coffee House that means so much to them. So Steve, what does the Corner Coffee House mean to you? Well, it's it's a friendly, uh, welcoming place to come on a Saturday
1: uh, for a chilled-out coffee and friendly chat.
0: Is there anything for kids?
1: Uh, There's uh, some tasty, uh, smaller uh, drinks, um, and it's just a very relaxed place, so children are free to run around, and the baristas
0: are amazing. Wow. So, Annabelle, what does the Corner Coffee House mean to you?
2: Um, I like that it's a place where I can walk in and there's a friendly welcome. I often see people in here I know or recognise. And, yeah, just the friendliness and the nice coffee.
0: Brilliant coffee. Would you say it sort of um, reflects the community in any way?
2: Um, Yes, it reflects the community. I guess it is just a gathering of all different types of people. Um,
0: Brilliant, thank you. So, Kim Blythe, what does the Corner Coffee House mean to you?
3: Well, actually, it's my, my first visit um, during opening yes. hours.
0: Wow. So what's your opinion? What do you think?
3: Oh, it's, it's a lovely. Actually, I feel like I'm in the, just around the corner from the front at Southwold it's just got that holiday feel about it and i can see the blue sky out the window the lovely bright colored lights and everybody's just sitting at their tables having chats it's it's a holiday atmosphere with a little gifts on shop for people to buy yeah it's great fun i'll be back
0: brilliant so what kind of gifts you mentioned gifts and artwork what sort of things are around here
3: it looks pretty home homemade fair actually i didn't realize that the little hearts hanging in the window they're just so sweet um, on a twig it's rustic looking and there's jewelry there's lots of different art and batik and sewn goods bits and bobs around yeah everything that sort of stuff you look at and you think oh that's nice who can i buy that for when really you're thinking i want it
0: Mm, brilliant. Thank you, Kim. Bettis, you come off to the Corner Coffee House. What does it mean to you? Uh, it's a relaxing
3: place to chill after a hard day at work. Um, it's Thursday, Fridays when I get in here, and I just trouble sink away when I just, like, pick up a cup of coffee. It's mm. just, yeah, it's the highlight to the end of the week.
0: Do you normally sit in?
3: Yeah, yeah. OK. Um, because the atmosphere in here is just one that's totally different to the other spheres that I'm in. What's the, what makes it different? Um, just the people that wander in and out, and just the barristers as well. Just the way they kind of are always receptive to a customer coming to
0: them. Mm, brilliant. That's great. Thank you, Darren. Thank you. Customer Grant Dixon, what does a corner coffee house mean to you?
3: It means a place of belonging, a place of community and a place just to relax, read the paper,
0: meet new people and just make friends. Brilliant. I need to go now because I have a double shot latte waiting for me and it looks sumptuous. This is an interview with uh, barista Hannah Walker. Tell me, what does the Corner Coffee House mean to you, Hannah?
1: The Corner Coffee House is a wonderful end to my week so I work here on Fridays and Saturdays and I love just meeting people um and I love making coffee. It's just a really, it's a really chilled out, gentle place to be, and it's really friendly.
0: So you you make the coffee. What kind of machine and equipment do we have?
1: Oh, uh, I wish I could give you a very technical answer. We have a, a beautiful shiny coffee machine that makes everything you could want: americano, latte. Did you latte have
0: to? Latte. Did you have to do training to do this? We
1: did. Yes, we trained. Um, we trained quite a lot actually, and we're still. I think we, we've got there on, on, in terms of taste, but we're still honing our latte art skills. But we have done a lot of training. Because
0: latte art is something that differentiates some coffee shops from other ones Mm -hmm. um so is the presentation of the coffee important to you
1: yeah definitely the presentation of coffee and the cake is all part of i think the 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 corner coffee house is about the ambience and the the feeling that you get when you're just sitting here as well as the the taste of things you know it's about the atmosphere as well so the presentation is very important
0: presentation is all part of the excellence isn't it yeah wonderful thank you hannah so Susan, you've worked at the Corner Coffee House since it started and you do a lot of the sort of serving and the till work and greeting customers. What does the Corner Coffee House mean to you?
2: Um, well, I enjoy uh, meeting people and talking to them and encouraging people to meet other people. Mm-hmm. And I just feel it's a lovely place for people to become part of the community, mm-hmm. even if they've never been here before. There's usually lots of people in here they can talk to. And I've seen um, people from two different tables talking to each other. You know, um, they've never met before. No, they just never met before. brilliant. Um, and also, it's a good place to connect people to our other community hubs. Mm-hmm. We've already had that sort of thing happening, especially lonely people, isolated people. Uh, and I just think the atmosphere in here is really lovely. It's not like it's. It is professional, but it's not, like, cold and professional. It's quite a warm, cosy Warm,
0: <laughs> cosy professional. Yeah. Right, right. Well,
2: I think, um, depending on who's in here, you know, the workers and that, hopefully we give a nice feeling to people when they come in welcome them. And... So, yeah, I just think it's... Um, it's um, what can I say? It's going to change in a better way more mm. it's open. It'll evolve into a lot more, I think. Mm. So it's a good start, very
0: good start. Right, brilliant. Well, that, that says virtually everything I need to know. So, isolated people, that's interesting. Um, the idea of having a coffee shop as a community hub where people can come and integrate with other people in the community and get to know people, um, is that really pivotal to the whole Corner coffee house ethos?
2: I think so, yeah. I think that's one of our main, um, is to, you know, it's not just a place to come and have a cup of coffee, although we do really nice coffee, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a place where people feel welcome and the feeling of coming is, oh, I'll go there and, oh, I'll go there because I'm a bit lonely and I feel like I need some company. And even if there wasn't anybody in here, the person that's working in here Mm -hmm. hopefully would talk to them. So they would. It wouldn't be like they've just sat at home not talking to anybody all day. Mm. Got somewhere to go.
0: You also get job advice, don't you?
2: Oh yes, yes. If anybody's um, on job seekers allowance or they're over, uh, they're older and need advice with their CVs, we've got Teresa coming in on a Wednesday mm-hmm. and giving really good service, helping them find a job yeah really good so so we can
1: get people on a list for an appointment
0: fantastic so it's a place where you can meet people it's a place where you can have superb coffee wonderful homemade cake yeah you can get to know new people that you've never met before if you're feeling lonely and isolated you can connect if you're unemployed you can look for a job
2: yes and you can also look at the lovely artwork the artwork, yeah. Jewellery and pottery and right. that are all people from the local community have made. They're all handmade mm. and they're like one off things, there's not like loads of them. So if you bought a picture, there will not be another one. It's yeah, a unique it's unique. Sort of picture. Original yeah. pictures, so, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, fantastic. So quite a few people bought things before Christmas for presents, so mm. yeah, we changed them all around and bring new things in. Um, Yeah, so... Brilliant. Very interesting.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Susan. That's right. I'm standing in the corner coffee house staring at the various pieces of artwork that are available here. There are coffee cafetiere cozies. There is abstract art, abstract expressionist art, some of it for sale, £40, £55, all original works. There are iPad covers made out of batik, of materials with an African theme and feel to them. These are made by Ginny Pesa. There are bags of marbles in specially individually sewn marble bags. There are mugs for sale by a company called uh, My Rosie Lee, make beautiful individual uh, design mugs. There are watercolours by Martin Smith, a local watercolour artist. And there's also some fantastic jewellery, handmade jewellery by a local jewellery artisan called Julie Botton. And so um, you can buy brooches, necklaces. It's just a fantastic place to find new art. And although it's in a fairly quiet corner of Dagenham, I think the Corner Coffee House encapsulates something that's really key about creating a space where the community can meet and evolve within um, a local area. So as we've said before, it's a place where you can have superb coffee and look at artwork, but it's also a place where you can find jobs, you can find people to connect with, you can get to know local people. It's a place where the community can come and find fresh expressions of community in an area. And whilst this is just in Dagenham, the concept could actually be replicable, I believe, across the United Kingdom as a whole. We live in an age where community is very rare, and the Corner Coffee House encapsulates a way in which you can draw a community together. Some reflections on the Corner Coffee House there. If you are interested in knowing anything more about the Corner Coffee House, why not pop by to the Corner Coffee House website? And the address for that is thecornercoffeehouse.wordpress.com. That's thecornercoffeehouse.wordpress.com. And that shows you quite a lot about the Corner Coffee House. In addition, you can follow the Corner Coffee House on Twitter at Corner Coffee HSE. So that's all one word, Corner Coffee HSE. Alternatively, you can find us on Facebook as well. One of the things I like is our local Lidl supermarket. Now, because we've been particularly affected by the current credit crunch, money's a little tighter than it was maybe five years ago. And so we favour cheaper supermarkets, and Lidl certainly is that. Um, In case you're wondering what that noise was, I'm recording in my garden at the moment, and it seems to have, or hell seems to have broken out a couple of doors down. So yes, Lidl is our preferred supermarket of choice. Now, of course, they don't necessarily stock everything, so we do have to supplement our shopping with other supermarkets. But apparently Little will be introducing bakeries in all their supermarkets at some point in the next couple of years, which will certainly make our local very attractive indeed. One of the things I particularly like though, is their honey. They stock a strange sounding honey called Marlene. That always makes me think of Boise from Only Fools and Horses, Marlene. But Marlene honey is really quite good. I know it sounds surprising, But basically the opaque stuff, they have clear and opaque honey. The clear's okay, but the opaque is really quite special spread on toast. It's a lovely even golden colour and it tastes like you've already sprinkled cinnamon into it, which is quite special really. And other people who've tasted Marlene honey have tasted it and thought, oh this is rather special. It's not especially expensive, like most of the things I have. (laughs) but it kind of tastes like it should be. So there you go, littles, Marlone, honey. I'm standing in Paternoster Square, which is a elegantly revitalized part of London, which sits cheek by jowl next to St. Paul's Cathedral. And as part of this square, I look at all the shops and the monument, replica, statue just behind me here, and I look facing towards the cathedral at one end, and I can see an archway. And this particular archway is is a really interesting feature, and I wanted to draw attention to it for any visitors to London, or anyone listening to this particular podcast. It is in fact Temple Bar. Now what is Temple Bar, you ask? Temple Bar is an archway, which during the days of Dickens, and long before then, existed at the top end of Fleet Street, uh, round about where the courts are now, and probably were then as well, and it, it, it was an archway which sort of featured as a gateway to one aspect of London, or out from London you could say, towards the West End, and the thing about it was it caused massive traffic jams at the top end of Fleet Street, So rather than pedestrianise Fleet Street, as some people thought might be a good idea, they wanted to keep it flowing with traffic, both horse and carriage as it was at the time, and later on um, uh, motorised traffic. And so they had to move Temple Bar, they had to take it away, and they did. They removed it stone by stone and relocated it elsewhere. And only relatively recently has it been relocated stone by stone at this part of Paternoster Square and it's uplit in the evening dusk and it is really rather spectacular. There's even a a place, uh, I don't know whether it's a a room inside but there's a window when it seems to be open so um, it's quite a spectacular piece of architecture and because it's been moved around so many times stone by stone it still manages to stand and look quite elegant as though it was meant to be there all along. So the next time you find yourself near St Paul's Cathedral just opposite the uh, coffee shop crypt area as you come out you can see directly in front of you will be this archway which is in fact the top end, used to be at the top end of Fleet Street, Temple Bar as mentioned in many a Dickens novel and probably others as well. Quite a spectacular piece of history. If you are a new listener to the Stuff We Like podcast, or even if you're not, even if you've listened to quite a few episodes, you might like to know that there are quite a few past episodes that you can choose from to listen to, up to 13 of course, this is the 14th of those episodes, and also you can go to pinterest.com forward slash davidhsimmons forward slash stuff dash we dash like, and that's the Stuff We Like Pinterest board, Pinterest is a great sort of app that you get. It's a kind of social network-y, calm, visual reminder, visual illustration for all sorts of things. And on the Pinterest Stuff We Like board, you get a pin for every single element of every single episode of Stuff We Like. So you will find pictures of the people I've interviewed, you will find pictures of the various things I've raved about, whether it be Faulty Towers, whether it be Sherlock, whether it be um, Southwold Bitter, the House in the Clouds in Aldborough, uh, Thorpe Ness actually, a special kind of cake which I particularly like, a Costa Flat White, all these kinds of things I've raved about. Uh, and the Stuff We Like podcast, you'll find them all on my Pinterest page, pinterest.com forward slash David H. Simmons forward slash stuff dash we dash like. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Stuff We Like. Remember, if you want to contribute, you may do so through the usual channels email, that's dhsimmons at outlook.com or post something through Twitter uh, at David Simmons and uh, I'll pick up any messages that you want. I'm sure there's an awful lot of extra stuff that we like, that we could talk about, wax lyrical about even, over the coming months. So all that it remains for me to do is to say have a great 2014 and enjoy making the most of this year. Oh, and one final thing. If you ever find yourself in the deepest, darkest corner of Dagenham, at the junction of Green Lane and Bennett's Castle Lane in RM8, London then do be sure to pop into the Corner Coffee House where you will get a very warm welcome. Thanks and goodbye.